I'm Jody Nisnik, and you're listening to So Much More. Today, we are going to be doing a special Easter reflection where we will be listening to and reflecting on the Easter story as found in Matthew 27, verses 21 through 56 in the Message Translation and read by my friend Earl Davidson. We're going to do this as a modified imaginative prayer experience, and I'll guide you through the meditation and the two readings that we will do, as well as some questions for reflection and prayer at the end of the second reading. Well, let's go ahead and get started. And to do that, I want to invite you, as always, to prepare. Prepare your heart and your mind and your body to sit in a comfortable yet attentive posture and to start with just a few deep in and out breaths to settle your body and your heart. And as you breathe in, just invite the Lord to be in this space with you, to guide you and lead you. And as you exhale, ask him to take anything that could distract you or any of the burdens that you're carrying and hold those for you so that you can be fully present here and now. Go ahead and take another deep in and out breath. And let me pray for us. Oh Lord, we thank you for your living and active word. And we pray that as we enter into this reflection on the crucifixion of Jesus, that you would help us see and notice exactly what you want us to see and notice. Lord, we acknowledge that this is a hard and heartbreaking passage to reflect on. But we also know that it's important to our faith to slow down and contemplate what Jesus did for us. The cruelty he endured, the pain he suffered. And so we ask that you would bring us grace as we reflect and we remember. And we ask that this space would become holy and sacred space, that this time would lead us into a deeper love for you, knowing what you gave up for us and how you made a way for us to be fully and completely forgiven. So we pray that this would also just lead us to a space of deep worship and gratitude. And we pray all of this in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So we will be listening to this passage two times. In the first reading, I want to invite you just to allow the passage to start to come to life in your imagination, to let the scene start to take shape and unfold in front of you. So this is a reading of Matthew 27, verses 27 through 56. 
The soldiers assigned to the governor took Jesus into the governor's palace and got the entire brigade together for some fun. They stripped him and dressed him in a red robe. They plaited a crown from branches of a thorn bush and set it on his head. They put a stick in his right hand for the scepter, and then they knelt before him in mocking reverence. Bravo, king of the Jews, they said. Bravo. And then they spit on him and hit him on the head with the stick. When they had had their fun, they took off the robe and put his own clothes back on him, and then they proceeded out to the crucifixion. Along the way, they came on a man from Cyrene named Simon and made him carry Jesus' cross. Arriving at Golgotha, the place they called Skull Hill, they offered him a mild painkiller and a mixture of wine and myrrh, but when he tasted it, he would not drink it. After they had finished nailing him to the cross and were waiting for him to die, they killed time by throwing dice for his clothes. Above his head they had posted the criminal charge against him. This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. Along with him they had also crucified two criminals, one on his right and one on his left. People passing along the road jeered, shaking their heads in mock lament. You bragged that you could tear down the temple and then rebuild it in three days. So show us your stuff. Save yourself if you really got son. Come down from the cross. The high priest, along with the religion scholars and leaders, were right there mixing it up with the rest of them, having a great time and poking fun at him. He saved others. He can't save himself. King of Israel, is he? Then let him get down from that cross. We all become believers then. He was so sure of God. Well, let him come rescue his son now. If he wants him, he did claim to be God's son, didn't he? Even the two criminals crucified next to him joined in the mockery. From noon to three, the whole earth was dark. Around mid-afternoon, Jesus groaned out of the depths, crying loudly, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, which means, My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? Some bystanders who heard him said, He's calling for Elijah. One of them ran and got a sponge and soaked in sour wine and lifted it on a stick so he could drink. The others joked, Oh, don't be in such a hurry. Let's, let's see if Elijah comes and saves him. But Jesus, again crying loudly, breathed his last. At that moment, the temple curtain ripped in two from top to bottom. There was an earthquake and rocks were split in pieces. What's more, tombs were opened up, and many bodies of believers asleep in their graves were raised. And after Jesus' resurrection, they left the tombs, entered the holy city, and appeared to many. The captain of the guard and those with him, when they saw the earthquake and everything else that was happening, were scared to death, and they said, This has to be the Son of God. 
There were also quite a few women watching from a distance, women who had followed Jesus from Galilee in order to serve him. Among them were Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James and Joseph, and the mother of the Zebedee brothers. Now, as the passage is read a second time, I want to invite you to imagine that you are a bystander, that you are watching this scene unfold in front of you, that you get to hear every conversation and you are close enough to witness everything that is happening. And at the end of the reading, I'll give you some space to have a conversation with the Lord along with some prompts to help you pray. So this is a second reading of Matthew 27, verses 27 through 56. The soldiers assigned to the governor took Jesus into the governor's palace and got the entire brigade together for some fun. They stripped him and dressed him in a red robe, They plaited a crown from branches of a thorn bush and set it on his head. They put a stick in his right hand for the scepter, and then they knelt before him in mocking reverence. Bravo, king of the Jews, they said. Bravo. And then they spit on him and hit him on the head with a stick. When they had had their fun, they took off the robe and put his own clothes back on him, and then they proceeded out to the crucifixion. Along the way, they came on a man from Cyrene named Simon and made him carry Jesus' cross. Arriving at Golgotha, the place they call Skull Hill, they offered him a mild painkiller and a mixture of wine and myrrh, but when he tasted it, he would not drink it. After they had finished nailing him to the cross and were waiting for him to die, They killed time by throwing dice for his clothes. Above his head they had posted the criminal charge against him. This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. Along with him they had also crucified two criminals, one on his right and one on his left. People passing along the road jeered, shaking their heads in mock lament. You bragged that you could tear down the temple and then rebuild it in three days. So show us your stuff. Save yourself. If you really got son, come down from the cross. (laughs) The high priest, along with the religion scholars and leaders, were right there mixing it up with the rest of them, having a great time and poking fun at him. He saved others. He can't save himself. King of Israel, is he? Then let him get down from that cross. We all become believers then. He was so sure of God. Well, let him come rescue his son now. If he wants him, he did claim to be God's son, didn't he? Even the two criminals crucified next to him joined in the mockery. From noon to three, the whole earth was dark. Around mid-afternoon, Jesus groaned out of the depths, crying loudly, Eli, 
which means, my God, my God, why have you abandoned me? Some bystanders who heard him said, He's calling for Elijah. One of them ran and got a sponge and soaked in sour wine and lifted it on a stick so he could drink. The others joked, Oh, don't be in such a hurry. Let's, let's see if Elijah comes and saves him. But Jesus, again crying loudly, breathed his last. At that moment, the temple curtain ripped in two from top to bottom. There was an earthquake and rocks were split in pieces. What's more, tombs were opened up and many bodies of believers asleep in their graves were raised. After Jesus' resurrection, they left the tombs, entered the holy city, and appeared to many. The captain of the guard and those with him, when they saw the earthquake and everything else that was happening, were scared to death, and they said, This has to be the Son of God. There were also quite a few women watching from a distance, women who had followed Jesus from Galilee in order to serve him. Among them were Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James and Joseph, and the mother of the Zebedee brothers. So take a moment now to reflect on what it is that you noticed or thought or felt as you observed everything unfolding in front of you. Also remembering that as somebody who's watching this unfold, you don't know the rest of the story yet. You do not know about Jesus's resurrection. And so just take a moment right now to reflect on that and talk to God about anything that gets stirred up in you, sadness, questions, grief, anything that you might be feeling as you witnessed it. And now take a moment to talk to God about how it felt when you observed people mocking Jesus and ask him to show you how we do this today. And as things come to mind, whether they're things you do or other people do, just ask for his forgiveness for how we don't honor him the way that we should. And now I want to invite you to take a few moments to just thank Jesus 
for what he endured, the pain and the suffering of those final hours of his life. So just take a few moments now just to thank him for doing that for you. Now take a moment to talk to Jesus about anything else you've noticed as we either observed the passage or even in this reflection time and ask him if there's anything he wants you to know or do as a result of what you feel like the spirit is helping you notice. Now, as we close, take these last few moments to worship and to thank God for what he has done for you, for the death and the resurrection of Jesus. Oh Lord, we thank you for what you've done for us. Without you, we would be lost. But because of you, we are found. And by our faith, we are saved. So we praise you and we thank you that we are no longer slaves to sin and death. But because of what you have done, we are invited into a life of freedom and abundance with you. Your death and resurrection make this possible for us. Through your death, you cleared our sin debt, and through your resurrection, you defeated death finally, once and for all. So would you help us remember that as we walk through these coming days and weeks, trusting and resting in the promise that this is not all there is and that you will return for us and we will be with you in a place where there is no more death or dying or pain or tears or destruction. Lord, we long for you to return. And so we say now, come, Lord Jesus, come and help us to be faithful to you until you do return. We ask this in your mighty and holy name. Amen.
Well, next week, we will be back to our normal schedule, and we are going to be reflecting on the resurrection of Jesus. And then I have a great conversation coming for you with my friend, Nika Spalding, on that resurrection of Jesus. So don't miss that. And until then, I pray that you have a glorious Easter and that you can heartily exclaim, He is risen. He is risen indeed. We have so much reason to celebrate. So enjoy your Easter and happy Easter. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances. God invites us to cultivate thankful hearts by turning our eyes toward Him in good times and bad. To listen to more Abide Christian Meditations, just go to lifeaudio.com or search your favorite podcast app for Abide Christian Meditation. You can also download the Abide app for more biblical meditations at abide.com.